Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. I am really excited about the topic that I'm going to share with you guys today because it is something that has been on my heart for a while and something that I have personally struggled with, which is really crazy to say, considering I consider myself to be very successful. And for a very long time, I would say I was really disciplined. Um, But let me just kind of take a step back for just a minute and share with you guys what brought this on. So um, first things first, I titled it, Discipline Will Take You Further Than Any Talent or Skill Can Take You. And I 100% believe this to be true um, just because of my own life experiences, right? Like many people have said, you know, they'll look at me and be like, wow, you were, you know, so successful at this or that. And you know, a lot of times my answer was always if they would ask, like, what was the key to your success and blah, blah, blah. And I would always say I'm consistent. You know, I show up every day, even when I don't feel like it. And, you know, through the years, I've had success in many things. Right. So like when I was a kid, I played sports Uh, in high school. I played basketball and volleyball. And of course, there's a lot of discipline that comes with and commitment, even at a young age, you know, to that comes with playing a high school sport. And, you know, especially basketball, you know, we had to be disciplined to, you know, even down to making sure we remembered the shoes, the right shoes uh, that we had to wear for the game or for practice and, you know, disciplined enough to show up on time and, you know, just different stuff, right, that comes with um, sports uh, other than the physical activity. But just in, you know, there's a lot of things that kids can learn as in regards to discipline and leadership and all these things through sports. Um, but then, you know, I went on to college and of course I w- I went to Harding University. So that's like far away from home from where I live. So I had to be disciplined to, you know, go to bed at a decent time. I had to be disciplined to, you know, study for my exams and my tests and show up to class, you know, disciplined to, Uh, maybe eat right or, you know, just make good choices, right? Like there's a lot of discipline that happens in the success that you have when you're in college or any kind of schooling. You have to show up to class. You've got to be there on time. You've got to turn in the work, right? And then after college, I started my career in education 
and I became a kindergarten teacher. And boy, let me tell you guys, I had to learn some real discipline. Most people that know me know I am not a morning person. I do not thrive, you know, waking up early when people are like, oh, I have this morning routine and I wake up so early every day and get 27 things done. That's not me. I'm just going to be honest. It is not me. Um, and when I started teaching, we had to be at school by 7.15 a.m. at the latest. Okay, so you may be like, oh, that's not too bad. But I mean, you know, like I really needed to be there between 7 and 7.10 because kids were walking into my classroom by 7.15. And that, let's talk about discipline. When you are fresh out of college and you are having to show up to work to like take care of these other kids, right? Other people's human beings and that responsibility. I remember sitting there and being like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> um, and, you know, I had to do that every day because it was like a 20 minute, you know, 20, 25 minute commute. You know, and, and it was like, I had to get up, get showered, get ready, whatever. So anyway, that was a whole level of discipline that I had to learn, right? Entering into my, my new career. And then Chris and I decided, you know, a couple years into our marriage before we had kids that we were going to run a half marathon. And I'm so proud that I did that. I'm so grateful for that experience because, you know, for starters, I physically will probably never be able to do that again. So I'm really thankful that I made that commitment and followed through on it when I did. And, you know, yes, I played sports and I'm, I would consider myself athletic. Like I've always just been really athletic. Like I love to play sports, you know, just even, you know, just random things that I could just pick up. I just could catch on to fairly quickly. Right. But, you know, now I have MS. And so a lot of the things that I used to love to do, I, or even if I had like a bucket list of things I wanted to do before, you know, I die physically, there's a lot of things I won't be able to do. So I'm really thankful that I stuck with it and, tr you know, tried doing a half marathon. I shouldn't say tried. I accomplished a half marathon. And there's a lot of discipline with that, you know, because you have to train, you have to work up to the 13.1 miles. And, um, you know, it, many people who do marathons and triathlons and all these other things, I never did any of those. But in general, you still have to show up and, you know, train your body to work up to that amount of miles. I was never a long distance runner. So that was really hard for me. And, you know, there would be Sunday afternoons when I would much rather lay down and take a nap for the whole afternoon. But instead, Chris and I were like, no, we, you know, we made a plan and we're going to be disciplined and we're going to get up and we're going to go to the trail and run together. And, you know, that was really helpful to have somebody, you know, that was also working that discipline muscle and doing it with me. Right. And then you guys fast forward, you know, a couple years later, we had Sarah Jo, who is our oldest and when she was born, she lost a ton of weight. Okay. She was just this precious little baby. Um, but I was so determined to nurse her. And because of that, right. Um, I think, you know, she was my first baby and all this kind of stuff. I won't get into that, but I wore myself out so badly, but I was so determined. I was so disciplined about waking up every two hours to make sure she could nurse and feed her. And then I was pumping and I was doing all of these things. Right. But because I knew, you know, how important it was, you know, 
to me, but also I knew the impact on her life. Like she had to gain weight. Right. And so I had to be so disciplined and make sure I was waking up. Of course, I had people around me helping me, um, you know, throughout that experience, my husband, my mom, you know, there was lots of support. (laughs) Don't worry. Um, But again, just another point in my life that I had to have a lot of discipline. And then You know, a year into um, when Sarah was a year old, I started my journey with Pampered Chef in network marketing, direct sales, whatever you want to call it. And you had I had to be really disciplined for that. And the reason was because I knew that I had a goal to make a thousand dollars every single month. And, you know, in order to do that, I couldn't just snap my fingers, be like, I want to have you know, eight parties, because I was doing cooking shows back then. I was like, I'm going to have eight parties. No, I couldn't do that. I had to be disciplined enough to send out messages and keep this like steady flow of contacts going, you know, so that I could continue to reach my goal each month. Um, You know, and then of course, as I grew in my career and, you know, became a leader and all these other things, I had to be very disciplined to, sh- to show up and follow through on things, right? Like, If I said I was going to, you know, do a team meeting, I had to be disciplined to prep for the team meeting, to plan out my training, to do whatever I had to do, you know, get the the social media post out to my team and, you know, all the things that went along with that. And, you know, leadership goes so much further than just planning for a team meeting. But just wanted to use it as an example. I had to plan and be disciplined enough to say, yes, I'm going to do these things and consistently do them. And so fast forward to, you know, a couple years later, right? Well, I'd say, you know, five years later, whatever. I look at my life and, you know, I feel like most people look at my life and they're like, oh, wow, she is so talented or she has it all together or, you know, oh man, she must just know the right people or, ooh, she's just crazy disciplined. And honestly, you know, kind of what I said at the beginning, that the one thing that I always tell people is that, you know, it's not like I am special. It's not like God is sitting, you know, up on his throne when someone is born and saying, okay, this person is going to be super awesome. This person, no, I think I'm going to have them struggle. You know, that's just not how it works. We are all created in God's image. Okay. And regardless of your beliefs, whether you believe in like the universe and like, mother nature, or, you know, I don't know, whatever your beliefs in general, you know, we're, no one is out to get us in the beginning. In the beginning, we are this precious life that we are given. And, you know, we all in a sense have equal opportunities. Now I know that's not necessarily true because many of us have been born, you know, some people are born into wealth. Some people are born into poverty. Some people are born into middle class and they don't know any different than just, you know, nine to five job working, working for the man kind of thing, right? Like I get that. But as we grow older, right, we have the opportunity to expand that um, discipline, okay, muscle. And as we're doing that, you know, you could look at anyone in general, like I always kind of refer to Michael Jordan just because, I mean, everyone knows who Michael Jordan is. He's like one of the most famous basketball players of all time, incredibly talented man, Um, huge success, but his background, he did not come from wealth. You know, he did not, um, goodness, he was even cut from his basketball team. 
okay, when he was in, I don't know, middle school or high school, I can't remember. And so even back then, someone who would be considered an expert looked at him and said, you're not enough. But instead of him just saying, okay, I'm not enough, he said, no, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be the best there is. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to practice until I am better than everyone else, right? And so, you know, the difference, I think, in someone who is successful and someone who is not is essentially you have to be willing to show up and work your business when you're eager and excited, but also you have to show up and work your business even when you're not, when you don't want to work, right? When things are not necessarily going your way. And I think, you know, a lot of people confuse um, being consistent, you know, with in general, like um, discipline, because that, that always used to be my response was, you know, I'm, I'm super consistent. And I was, I was very consistent, but, you know, disciplined goes even further, I think, than that, um, you know, and I think, you know, success is never meant to be easy. If it was, everyone would be millionaires and living, you know, on a yacht and have this perfect life. And, you know, but that's not the case. You know, life is hard. It's messy. Things are going to come up. They just are. So, you know, it's when I look back over my life and my career and all this, it's just like kind of crazy because it seemed like, you know, things would come. I, would, I don't want to say easy to me because they definitely didn't. I struggled in school and like, you know, I'm not a fast reader and all that, but like physical sports and like, you know, um, networking and like speaking in front of people, all that kind of stuff were, were things that I enjoyed. I guess, let me rephrase it. The things that I really enjoyed, it looked like I had discipline and I probably did because I was good at it, right? I think we could all agree that, you know, if someone says, I love to run or I love whatever, well, I'm sure you're really disciplined at running, but maybe you're not as disciplined at, I don't know, like cooking a meal for your family every night. That's hard for you. And it's something that you have to practice that muscle and can be consistent with. And then eventually you're, you'll be disciplined that you are willing and want to show up and cook dinner for your family, right? Um, and so I kind of noticed over the last few years that, you know, when th things started to get harder for me physically, you know, kind of out of my control, um, overwhelming, I started to lack discipline, right? It's like the things that I had built up a really good muscle for, like leadership, social media, like my virtual parties, you know, cooking for my family, all of those things didn't really seem to be a problem because my discipline muscle in those areas held so strong right? Because of how long I had worked that muscle. And, you know, when it comes to something like my weight, for example, to be honest, I have never struggled with my weight. I was always in incredible shape. Even after having my babies, I was that girl who got right back down to her normal pant size. I know it's, I know it's disgusting, right? <laughs> but once I developed MS, so um, for those of you that don't know, I have multiple sclerosis. It's an autoimmune disease and um, it will wreak havoc on your body. I'll just be honest. Uh, and I slowly started to struggle with taking care of my health, truly at the level that was needed to sustain and support the goals that I had for my life. And so, you know, what I mean by that is, you know, if you look at a high performer, 
they go to bed early, they, you know, eat healthy, they take care of their body, and they do all of these things because they know if they're going to show up in the capacity that they want to show up, it's going to require a certain level of energy. Okay. Well, unfortunately, because of my MS, you know, things were out of my control. I was dealing with a plethora of symptoms that, you know, for a while I didn't know that I had MS. And so I think that played a major factor in it. Um, and as my health was declining, I kind of handled things poorly. I'll, t- I'll take, I'll, I will 100% have, you know, accountability take, you know, I don't want to say credit, but just say, you know, the fault is on me. I did not handle things well. Um, I started drinking a whole lot. I mean, more than anyone should. I'll just be completely honest. Um, I started eating, making really bad choices um, with my health as far as like eating. And I was overeating and stress eating. And I didn't even know that I was doing it. Like literally hindsight is 2020. Like now that I'm out of it, well, I shouldn't say out of it because I'm, you know, that's not true. (laughs) But now that I feel like some of the fog has cleared and I'm kind of, you know, re- I've reevaluated things over the last, um, you know, year of my life, I, you know, started realizing like, wow, I did not have discipline when it came to my eating habits. And I did not have discipline when it came to, you know, taking care of my health, like going to bed at a decent time and all that kind of stuff. And I will say, right, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but I will say, you guys, my life is not easy. Okay. So people look at me and they think, wow, like her life is so easy. Things are so great. Okay. For starters, I have a disease. Okay. I live with, you know, like a toddler. Okay. So let's just start with that. That's exhausting. (laughs) And my husband, many people know my husband is bipolar. He has um, bipolar disorder. And, you know, that's just, I, we don't like brush it under the rug. We just say it's just like anything else. Like, you know, there are people that have diabetes. There are people that have, you know, health issues and, you know, heart disease and all these things. And this is just something else that we have. This is a challenge that we have to deal with. And, you know, between that and then just, you know, issues with being a parent of girls, all the drama that comes with that, you know, it's not, I do not live the easiest life. I just don't. And I will say that because of that and because of my health, and it was like this slow progression of things happening that I didn't even realize were happening, right? It's like, you know, (sighs) I can't even think of a, it's just, I guess like someone who has um, grandkids and they say like, oh, I would do it all over again with my kids. Right. It's like in the moment when you're like changing the diapers and exhausted and all the things you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so ready for them to be older. And then when they're older, you're like, oh, I would, it just went too fast. Right. You didn't even realize you blinked and it was gone. And that's kind of how I felt about my diagnosis with MS and everything that was going on around me. It was like, I blinked. And then all of a sudden, I was this person I didn't recognize. I was not handling, you know, my emotions correctly. You know, I was, I was stressed to the max. And a lot of it, I had put myself in that situation, right? I could have very easily changed careers, 
you know, left my husband, whatever, you know, I'm not, but those were things I didn't want to do at that time. And I mean, I'm still don't want to leave my husband, but you get the idea, right? Like I am choosing to stay in my marriage because I love my husband and I know that it is a disease. And that is something that we are, you know, dealing with together. But I think, you know, things that I had never had an issue with before that were now an issue, I didn't have a discipline muscle. Like I, I didn't have one. So my response was to overeat, was to drink, you know, was to, um, you know, just whatever, ignore my health and continue to, to just pour into what I knew I was good at. And that was my career. And so, you know, as time went on and I gained weight, you know, and I struggled with eating and all this kind of stuff, it was like, as soon as they got out of control, I realized my health was just, you know, deteriorate, you know, it was majorly suffering, I should say. And, you know, I, while I was having success in one area of my life, it was like I had put everything, every ounce of energy into that one area because I could almost guarantee the success. I knew I had figured out the strategy, right? I had figured out what it took to have success in direct sales and network marketing. I knew what I had to do, right? Like I had the keys to the kingdom. But instead of saying, okay, these other things are really important in order to continue to hold on to those keys, right? You've got to have a handle on these other things. And I didn't. So instead of, you know, growing my career and flourishing as my career grew, I was suffering. I mean, I really was. And, you know, it was happening so slowly, I didn't even see it until I was out of it. Um, and it's so crazy, right? How God, I feel like, puts things in your path. And sometimes you don't, you just overlook it and you don't even realize, you know, it's this, it's this sign or whatever. Right. But my business partner now, Monique, she, um, phenomenal. She has been just life-changing for me, to be honest. Like she is such a, an incredibly disciplined person. She is a, a beautiful heart for God and just a wonderful mother and wife. And I just admire her in so many ways. I feel so blessed to be able to work with her. And she asked me to do the 75 hard challenge with her. And if, you know, initially I was like, yeah, I've kind of heard of it, but I don't really know what it is, you know, whatever. But I was like, sure, I'll check it out. Okay. Because, you know, I am one of those people that I have always said, I, you know, want to lose weight. Well, not always, but over the last couple of years, I'm like, I want to lose weight or I want to get on this diet or I'm going to do this thing. Right. But I've never had an issue with weight. So I've never really had to stick it out or be consistent just to be honest. Right. Like I didn't matter. Like discipline didn't matter because I didn't have to do it. Okay. And so, you know, she shared this with me. I listened to the podcast, um, about it and I was like, so pumped up. I was like, oh my gosh. And, um, you know, so we started the 75 hard. And so for just briefly, for those of you that don't know what it is, there's an app and a podcast and a whole thing that goes with it, but you have, um, 75 days, you have to drink a gallon of water. You have to work out two times a day for 45 minutes. You have to, um, read 10 pages every single day of a nonfiction book. You have to, what else is it? Um, no cheat meals, no alcohol, you know, just eating a healthy diet in general. Okay. And so I was like, okay, 
as soon as I read it and listened to it, I'm like, this is exactly what I need. Like, this is literally everything that I need. I need to like detox my body. <laughs> I need to have someone that's going to hold me accountable and, and that I don't want to disappoint, right? There's something about, you know, knowing that someone is in your corner cheering you on, but also willing to say, hey, how's it going? And I knew she would do that. And, you know, it's, it has been so exciting. And y'all are probably going to laugh at me when I say this. I'm only on day three. Okay. We just started. We literally just started. <laughs> so later this summer, I'll have to get back to you guys on how it went. But that wasn't the only thing that happened. Okay. So the, another thing that happened was my mom was cleaning out her office and she gave me some books. And, you know, I, one of the books that she gave me was um, the book, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. It's a super quick read. Um, you know, it's, it's a really fun story, I think, you know, and be a great gift for like office employees or leadership team or whatever. And it's all about being willing to adapt and even almost eager and excited when there's change. Um, and I think back on, you know, when the world shut down um, in 2020 and how so many businesses had to shift to that virtual, you know, you know, social media, that kind of outlet in order to still continue to maintain and, and grow even. And, and some businesses that were able and willing to do that are thriving still to this day, right? But then there are people and companies that were like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to adapt and change. I'm not going to. I like the way things are. And I'm going to, and and a lot of those companies and people have gone out of business, right? And so that book, again, was just this other big sign of like, you have to be willing to adapt and change and eager and blah, 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 right? And then I, I'm listening to so many pod, podcasts all the time and, um, you know, several, almost every single one that I have listened to recently has had some form or fashion talked about discipline. I was listening to one by um, Allie Reeves from the Six Figure Influencer podcast, and she was talking about, um, I can't even remember which episode it was, but she was talking about how have you noticed essentially in your life a pattern, like something that is continually happening or something that you've continued to struggle with, um, you know, over and over and over. And, you know, when I thought about the different things that have been struggles in my life, and a lot, a lot of it came back to discipline. I was like, man, you know, cause maybe I overspent, you know, and got us in a little bit of debt or, you know, maybe I, you know, drank too much and, you know, felt terrible, you know, the next day, or maybe I, um, you know, got really frustrated and yelled at my children when I wish I had had the discipline to say, you know, let me handle this differently and send you to your rooms and give myself a moment, right? Like, there's just a lot of different things in my life that I have felt, um, you know, definitely that was, that was something that I've struggled with. So I knew, I was like, okay, God, <laughs> I get it. Because there have been Moments where I'm like, I believe, and I will just claim it right now. I believe I am meant to be the first millionaire in my family. Okay. I'll just say it. Okay. And I know it in my heart, but I also recognize that there is a reason that I can't figure out how to get there. Right. I don't think God is expecting me to have all of the plans laid out, like exactly how to get from A to Z, but I think he expects me to have the discipline to get from A to B, then B to C, then C to D, right? And all of these things 
because he's like, if I can't expect you to do that with this little amount that I've given you, which that's not, you know, he's, he's blessed me abundantly, but he's saying, if I can't, you know, expect you to have discipline in all areas of your life with this, that I have allowed you and blessed you with, then how can I expect you to have it when I'm giving you more? Right. And so I, it was like this moment of clarity, like, okay, like I get it. I have to prove to myself um, that I can be disciplined and I have to be willing to do things that maybe I wasn't willing to do before. And it's funny, the last couple of days for this, um, you know, 75 hard, I have woken up before my alarm, which anyone that's listening to this is like my family or friend. They're like, wow, that, (laughs) that never would have happened. I've woken up before my alarm. It's like a, a shift in my mindset. Okay. And so of course, of course I had to look up the definition of discipline and, um, I just like Googled it. So I wanted to read to you guys, uh, what I found. So a couple of things it says is your definitions of discipline are um, control gained by enforcing obedience or order, right? So you kind of like when you hear that, you think about like people in the military, they're super disciplined and they're trained to be. But when they're in the military, they're not just going to be like, okay, yay, welcome to the military and work out or train one day and then be like, all right, now you're going to war. No, they have to be consistent. They have to show up and have control over their emotions and think logically and be obedient to their officer and stay order. You know, it's like there's there's a method to the madness, right? It also said um, discipline is described as orderly or um, a pattern of behavior, self-control, which I was like, ooh, that's a huge one, right? Um, punishment, which I mean... I wouldn't say, you know, discipline, you know, you can think about like, I've got to discipline my kids or whatever, but I think more the way I look at it is um, if you're not disciplined, there's consequences, right? So if you're not disciplined in your spending habits, your punishment is you have no money, (laughs) right? Or you go in debt or whatever. Um, It said it's training that corrects, molds, or perfects the mental faculties or moral character. Ooh. Ooh, that one's juicy. Let me say that again. Training that corrects, molds, or perfects the mental faculties or moral character. Oh, I just thought that one was so good, right? Because when we have discipline, it means that we have good character, you know, because we, there's a lot of ways that it plays within your character. It said it can also be a field of study, a rule or system of rules governing conduct conduct or activity, et cetera. Okay. So I want to encourage you to think about a time in your life when you had to train for something or, or study for something, right? So it could be you were studying for um, the bar exam, or it could be that you were studying for your exams, or it could be that you were, you know, um, having to train for a half marathon, right? That's kind of what I think about is like, okay, when I had to, um, you know, be intentional, be disciplined and do it. And, you know, if you had to train for a half marathon and you, you know, only did it, maybe let's just say you had 16 weeks and you decided I'm only going to go once every four weeks for a run. Okay. So you're going to, you're just going to run four times before the race because you're just tired and whatever. You're busy, you're making up excuses, whatever. And you show up. Now I'm sure there are 
people out there who are crazy and can still run the perfect race. All right. But we're not talking about those people. We're talking about everybody else. All right. This is an analogy. So stay with me here. (laughs) If you tried to show up and you've only practiced a few times, what do you think is going to happen the day of the race? When you go up there, first of all, you're not going to have any confidence because you're going to be like, what have I got myself into? You're going to want to quit because you're going to feel like this is a terrible idea. Why did I do this? And to be honest, you're going to fail miserably because you did not prepare. You did not plan. You weren't disciplined enough to practice for what you wanted to have. You wanted to have that, you know, run that race and say, I was able, you know, have that accomplishment and say that you did that. But instead you maybe get overheated. You end up in the, you know, the tent because, you know, because you're hurt, (laughs) you're on the side, dehydrated, right? Who knows what could happen because your body is not prepared for it. And it's kind of the same thing with our business, our career, our marriage, and honestly, literally anything could be applied to this. If you do not consistently work at something, you can't expect the results to be in your favor. You just can't, okay? And I'm saying this to myself too, right? I literally just told you guys, I'm working on my discipline muscle. That is like my word of the year. I just claimed it. Maybe my the word of my life is like, I want to be disciplined. So I want to read a couple of quotes to you guys that I found on discipline. Um, so Jim Rohn says, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. That one's good. Vince Lombardi says, it is easy to have faith in yourself and have discipline when you are a winner, when you're number one. What you got to have is faith and discipline when you're not a winner. And then Napoleon Hill says, um, he's the author of Think and Grow Rich. He says, the great master key to riches is nothing more or less than the self-discipline necessary to help you take full and complete possession of your own mind. He also says, self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. Simply, self-discipline enables you to think first and act afterward. You know, he clearly understood that mastering, you know, your thoughts and your mind is really essential for controlling your life and your destiny and accomplishing really everything that you want to have in life. But in order to achieve success, you have to think positively, right? You have to be able, be willing to dream, be willing to visualize your goal, but disciplined enough, right, to act before you even see the results that you want. So how can we set ourselves up for success if we want to practice a self-disciplined life? Well, after researching a lot, (laughs) I personally have come up with three key things that I think will make the difference. Are you ready? I think you are. All right. Number one, surround yourself with people who are disciplined and want to be a better version of themselves. Okay. You guys, when I look back at just about every area of my life that I had success, it was usually because I was around people who were an incredible human being and, you know, they were disciplined and wanting success. You know, they were driven based on whatever it was right in that area of my life. Like even on my basketball team, I can think back to some of the people that I started with and, you know, they were 
even now they've gone on to have wonderful careers and be these incredible people. And, you know, when I was, um, you know, just different, just different things, right? Like just a leader. I had, I was in masterminds and surrounded myself with people who were also wanting to scale and grow. And now I'm partnered with, you know, my friend Monique, and she is, you know, a very disciplined person and someone that is also a dreamer and wants to grow and scale. Right. And it doesn't mean we're going to just shut out the world to the people who aren't exactly like us, but it's, it's okay to say, I love them for what they can provide and who they are, but that's not who I'm going to be like. So I'm going to intentionally invest my time in these other people. Right. All right. The second thing is to improve your mental like health, you know, improve yourself mentally. And what I mean by that is, first of all, you know, there's nothing wrong with therapy. So if you think you need some therapy, you go get some therapy. If you think you need some medicine, you go get some medicine. Okay. There is nothing wrong with that. But I also would encourage you, one thing that I really love about the 75 hard is to read 10 pages every day, right? Like we all have this excuse, I'm too tired, I'm too busy, I'm too whatever. But listen to a podcast, listen to a book on Audible when you're you're folding laundry, okay? When I go on a walk, sometimes I'm listening to a podcast on there. You know, when you're, um, you know, maybe you're trying to deal with a major stress in your um, job right now or in your family, take some time, go outside, be in nature. Okay. And just enjoy the peace and the calmness and the quiet and meditate, you know, do some yoga. There's a lot of things that you can do to take care of your mental health. And I think that to be completely honest is so incredibly important. All right. And then finally, number three, improve your physical health. Guys, I've heard so many people say that your health is directly related to your wealth, okay? Or your wealth is directly related to your health, whatever. But for a long time, okay, I was like, oh, whatever, I have MS and look at me, okay? I'll be honest. I was that person. I was like, I can do all the things, but you know what? Clearly, I can't. So instead, I had to work smarter and not harder, and I had to kind of take a step back and say, okay, what is my goal in life? You know, what is it that I want to achieve? What am I good at? And how can I tap into that, work less hours, make more money, right? And for me, it meant it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, how successful I am if I'm dead. (laughs) I mean, I mean, you know, of course, I'll, you know, life insurance and all the things, right? And whatever I leave to my family. But my point is, I don't want to work myself to death to the point that I can't even enjoy it because I'm suffering so much physically. And so I just want to encourage you, if you feel like you want to get back in shape or you are, you know, struggling, you are not the only one. Okay. Like it is hard. I'm not going to sit here and act like it is easy for me to get up and walk or exercise or whatever. Like I have MS. Okay. I have a lot of, you know, symptoms and struggles myself, but Something that has really helped um, was getting in this like accountability thing group that I'm in, you know, doing this 75 hard, challenging myself and, and on, honestly saying to myself, I am going to see this through because I want to prove to myself I can do it. It's not even about like, oh, I want to lose weight or do this, but it's more or less, you know, I want to be the best version of myself. And whether I have, you know, reasons or not, or statistics or whatever, that doesn't matter to me. I just know 
that when I have been at my best, it's always been when I've been my healthiest or when I've been in the best shape, you know, and that's what I want to get back to. And so I just encourage you guys, whether it's going on a walk or going to see a doctor to take care of yourself, I would encourage you to make it a priority. So when all of these things are well-disciplined, it's easier to become disciplined in other areas, right? It's like that quote, um, I can't remember how it goes. It's something about when the, when the, um, tide rise when the tide comes in all the boats rise or something right so like when you're disciplined everything else is going to fall into place but you have to take care of your basic needs first before you can really begin to tap into what god has planned for your life so i hope that this was an encouraging episode to you guys i feel like i am on this new journey i am so excited about it i feel like you know Everything that I have learned and and done in the past is helping me become the person that I want to be today and then teach others how to um, do the same, but without making the mistakes I made, right? I'm, you know, one of the things that we do when we're um, working with our clients in our Multiply Mentorship Program is we talk about, you know, what are some systems? What are some time management? Like, how can you still have all the things, right? The trip, the title, all the things without sacrificing your health, right? Without sacrificing your family, without sacrificing what's most important to you. That is, you know, our mission is to help a hundred women have a hundred or make a hundred thousand dollars or more through, you know, using their social selling business, you know, direct sales, network marketing. And, You know, the way we want to do that is by teaching people how to have success and be intentional with that success through systems and, you know, strategies. But first and foremost, getting your mind, your mindset and your vision in check so that when you're having those days, when you don't feel like being disciplined and you're tired and you don't want to work your business, you are because you know exactly where you're headed. So if this episode was helpful to you today, I would encourage you to take a screenshot of it and share it with a friend. Thanks, guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.